Hi there. Welcome to the Kush Sharma podcast and today we are on episode number 10 and we'll be talking about the biggest mistake you can make when you start an online business. So usually when you listen to such podcasts or read articles on this topic, you read about various mistakes related to marketing principles or some technicalities related to operations of business. But here I'm going to be telling you something different. The mistake I'm talking about comes way before any of these mistakes that I usually talked about come. The mistake I'm going to talk about is the root of all the mistakes that appear later on on the surface. And that mistake that I'm talking about is not asking yourself one very important question. And what's that question? So listen to this carefully. That question is can I do this whatever project I'm starting whether it's a venture or a job or anything can i do this for the rest of my life i'm going to repeat that can i do this for the rest of my life that's the question you should be asking yourself before you start any kind of project so as i said this is not just applicable to a business it's applicable to any kind of a project it's a job or any other kind of work this is the question you should ask yourself because if the answer to this question is yes then you know that you've won half the battle because your project or your business or your idea is coming straight from the heart so when you know you can do something for the rest of your life when you can visualize you yourself doing something for the rest of your life you know that is coming from your gut it's coming from your instinct it's coming from your heart because you'll know that you are in the game for the long run and you're not taking a shortcut So I see a lot of people especially in the online marketing world trying their hands at all kinds of shortcuts and unsurprisingly they don't last long. In fact, I was one of them. So let me give you a few examples of my own mistakes when I started out. So I'm going to give you three examples. The first was a website called Love Master India as ridiculous as that sounds. So it was a website where I was to be your dating guru and give advice to men on dating grooming romance relationships etc my earning model was relying on the hope that the people who will come to my website would sign up for a dating website that i was affiliated with thereby earning income as commission from that dating website and this website made me a sum total of rupees 0 with a capital z My next attempt was Soccer Quick. That was a website where I wrote tutorials on how to play soccer and I earned income by referring a video tutorial product that I was affiliated with. So if someone read my articles and then later on clicked on my link to buy the video product, I would get like a percentage as commission. Now, this website was actually one of the first websites that made me money and I did receive a check but I really did not want to continue with this so I ended up selling this website for around $1000 on flippa.com which is a website where you can sell your websites Another project of mine was a website called Bowflex Blaze Review so Bowflex is a fitness company which makes all sorts of equipments for fitness so this was just a one page website where I wrote about a home gym called Bowflex Blaze so that was one of their equipments and 
it was being sold on Amazon. So I placed an Amazon affiliate link, which basically means that if someone uses that link to buy this gym, which was almost for $1,200, I would get a percentage of it. So I used to make around $60 per sale or something like that. And for a long time, this website actually worked for me because it was ranking on top of Google because of all the SEO tricks that I had used in this. SEO stands for search engine optimization for beginners. And it used to make me pocket money. I used to get checks from Amazon regularly from this. Not too much money, just enough to at least have some money on the side. So that was not bad. But in June 2016, my hosting provider, my hosting service provider emailed me saying that the company Bowflex had approached them and they wanted me to take this website down on grounds of copyright violation. And that's funny because actually I was selling their product and they still wanted me to take the website down. Probably the reason for that was because they were still scared that I'll keep outranking them on Google for the keywords associated with their business and probably it would hurt or dilute their brand. So I completely understood that. And the moment I got that notice, I uh, turned this website down. And I was kind of actually um, relieved about having this website down because I just felt like I was not doing something right. So now why did none of these things seem right to me or why did none of these things worked? Now, why did none of these projects worked? And by the way, these are just some of them. I tried like a lot of these things. The reason they didn't work were they didn't work was because they were all half-hearted shortcut projects, right? Like, was I really passionate about dating? No. Was I really passionate about soccer? Yes. But the only time when I was playing it or watching it, not starting a business around it. In fact, during my MBA days, I even did a marketing internship with a soccer club a local soccer club, and I just lasted there for exactly one day. I hated it. Was I really passionate about selling home gyms? Hell no. I like fitness, but I like it for myself. I like going to the gym, that's it, but I don't want to start a business around it. Then why did I start all these projects and many others that I've not even mentioned because of only one thing? To somehow make money quickly without doing much work so that I can quickly retire and live the rest of my life on some beach in Thailand or in Spain. Right? The plan didn't work out quite well. You see, the problem with all these projects was the answer to the aforementioned question was a resounding no. That means I was not willing to do them, to do all these projects for the rest of my life. They were just shortcuts. And I see the same mistake being made by a lot of other people. For instance, when I conduct any sort of digital marketing workshops, a lot of people come to me after the workshop, especially the young guys and girls, and they ask me questions like, how can I use Facebook ads to promote different kind of offers like CPA offers or some other affiliate offers? You know, my friend does that and he makes a crazy amount of money every day. So please tell me how to do it. And I usually don't give an answer to these questions because first of all, I don't know how to do it myself. Second, I know that such ideas are destined to fail. And why is that? Because of simple supply and demand equation. You see, if a business model is as easy as jumping onto Facebook and running ads to make money, you can rest assured that a lot of people will figure it out and jump on the bandwagon. And when they do, a lot of things will go wrong. And some of those things in this case can be, let's say the Facebook ad costs will go up. Uh, the CPA offers to which you have to tie up, they will start having higher barriers to entry. That means they will make their applica application process more strict, thereby you'll have less chance to uh, promote them. Third thing, 
the CP offers can do is once they know there's so many people trying to do this, they'll reduce the affiliate commission that they offer you. Basically, something's going to go wrong. So you'll may you maybe you'll quickly make some money, but then soon everything will just go south because it's not long term thinking. You're not looking to create a brand. You're just looking for some shortcut to make some quick money and get out of it. These things don't really work. Because you see, the trouble is that you can apply all the greatest and cunning marketing tactics and strategies in the world, and they still won't be able to beat the biggest and the most proven marketing tactic, which is consistency. Consistent effort is what makes a business successful. And to be able to be consistent, you need to do something that you are passionate about and that you like to do and that you can see yourself doing for a long time because it really comes from within. For example, when I think of my photography business, which is www.creativepadphotography.com, I can I get the feeling that I can do this for the rest of my life. It's already been uh, around 27 months that I've been doing it and I still I'm not bored of it in any way and I can really, really see myself doing it forever because I really love doing it. Of course, there are days in my life where work is a pain, but most of it is good for me. So whether it works or not is not the question here. My business can fail tomorrow just like so many other businesses can do. That's not the question. We are talking about the base of the business or the root of this business and that really depends uh, on the question that we are on. So the only question is whether I get the feeling of being able to stick with it for the long term or not. I'm not really thinking of retirement or some shortcuts here. So at this point, a common question is, how can I determine if I like something or not? So here's the answer I like to give to that. First of all, find an area of interest that you like. It can be some hobby you like or some topic you like reading or inquiring about. In my case, I chose photography because it's a hobby I absolutely love. And my second business, which I'm trying to create uh, through my own website, which is kusharma.com, the website you're on right now, and all these podcasts and all this, that I plan to make it revolve around blogging, online business topics, self-improvement, psychology, and much more because I love reading and listening about these things. So I still don't really have a business model for this website, but I still... We'll try to figure something out, but I really love doing it, whatever I'm doing right now with this. Though right now it's kind of a hobby, but maybe if things work out for me, I will try to uh, take things to the next level. Then what's the second thing you need to do? After finding your area of interest, what is equally important and often ignored is that you align it with your natural strengths. For example, though I love doing photography, I really don't enjoy doing professional or commercial shoots that much. I enjoy teaching, so my business revolves around teaching photography. In the same way, I rather research and teach online marketing principles than start, let's say, a digital marketing agency. Though it might make me more money, but I just won't like it, so I won't be thinking from the long-term point of view. See, teaching is something that comes naturally to me, and it's something I love to do. So you can make me stand in front of thousand people, and I will thank you for that, because I just love it. I don't get scared or... Uh, intimidated by that. It really excites me. So you have to find something that excites you because that is your strength. Your strength will always excite you. So I talk about this uh, aspect of finding and aligning your area of interest with your natural strength in my podcast or article, which is called Why Follow Your Passion is an Incomplete Advice. 
So I feel follow your passion is an incomplete advice because uh, it still doesn't talk about the main thing that is aligning with your strengths. You can refer to that article on my blog. Now, the basic point is that you should try to visualize all the daily activities that you will be required to perform in order to grow your business or perform or, or do in your job. And you should love or at the very least not hate them, at least not the majority of them. Sometimes we are all required to do things we don't enjoy, but those activities should be rare. The majority of, majority of activities should be enjoyable to you. So even if things don't work out for me, for example, in the entrepreneurial world, I know that I will be doing something related to teaching or training because it's one of the fields I can picture myself doing for the rest of my life. And this puts me at great ease because it makes me detached from entrepreneurship, which takes pressure off me. Tomorrow something can go wrong in my business and I won't be too disappointed since I know I can always get a teaching job and I'll still be happy. And once I'm settled again, I can probably give entrepreneurship another shot. So you see the ideas that have an aura of eternity relax you. And this is what you should be really looking out for when you start a business. What gives you an aura of eternity? So I suggest you play the longer game and start asking yourself the question that we talked about. Whether or not your business or your job or your project will work because of it is for no one to say because there are so many other factors. But one thing that will happen for sure is that you'll feel at much more ease overall. More importantly, you'll know that you are being authentic and that authenticity is bound to, at one point or another, shine in the form of excellence. All right, so I hope you like this podcast. I'll see you in another, in another episode. Bye for now.